ones I've seen, like students wear in particular. Yeah. Like the ones that, you know, had feria and, and their parents were able to dish out. <laughs> I got a kid that had fucking Yeezys like just yeah. every other day. And I was just like, oh, that's a neat sneaker. Dude, <laughs> like I'm seeing them on here. I I went to PetSmart two days ago and I ran into someone that was wearing fake Yeezys. And it's so easy to spot them now. And yeah. it annoys me that I um, that I can actually spot them. Like it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Would you uh, ever call out someone like, oh, wait, sorry. Is this like... Is this podcast stuff or this or is we... podcast? Hey, welcome to uh the local lingual <laughs> podcast episode number three point point five. Thank you all again for listening, tuning in. Very much appreciated. I'm Vicente Lopez, and this is uh Christopher Collins. I'm a man with a microphone. Listen, <laughs> tonight did not go as planned. Uh we still oh. wanted to record a little something. Who knows if we're actually going to end up uploading this, but if it's awesome, uh we will. Yeah, we will. free shrugs. Free shrugs all around. Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Um before we dive back into that topic, uh, I just want to do a check-in. Uh, we're obviously teachers, as we mentioned in episode three, which if you haven't listened to episodes one, two, or three, what you doing? Why are you listening to 3.5? doesn't yeah. make any sense. You you're, you're going uh, like across the timeline. It's whack. Also, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple podcasts Hit and em. Google podcasts. Hit them mm. with it. SoundCloud. We ditched it. I'm sorry. SoundCloud. <laughs> so, like, we, we're running out of the free space. So like, I mean, it, we'll, we'll still use it maybe that's, for like the B sides. That's all this podcast is going to become. It's just us just, <laughs> just trashing SoundCloud now. Um, <laughs> listen, SoundCloud, we loved you, but you know, we, we moved on, you know, we started from the bottom. Yeah, mm -hmm. Now we're here. It wasn't you. It was us. It and we, we needed to change. <laughs> it definitely was us. We needed to upgrade for sure. Um, oh, Lordy. Speaking of upgrades, by the way, I don't want to get too into it before, you know, shouting out your uh, new mic. Dude, thank you so He's much, man. Thank you. Her name is Lilith. Um, <laughs> I just I decided to just just name her Lilith. Um, mm -hmm. We'll see how good she sounds because I haven't actually recorded anything. This is the first time I'm recording because it looks as incredible. you know, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got the whole setup and everything spent money on a mic uh, stand and, and and all that jazz because uh, we're taking this seriously, which is something I want to get into. But first, I want to do okay. that check in. Cool, cool, cool. We are on spring break. We're towards the end of spring break. We're filming this yep. on Friday, uh, March 19th at 1120 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Correct. How has your break been? What have you been up to? How has de-stressing been? Give the listeners a little bit of insight. Oh, man. Okay. So I don't know like how invested people are in listening about teachers and their <laughs> conundrums in life or whatever, but uh, the, the break is much deserved. I think just for everyone, uh, Zoom is the blessing and curse of 20, you know, 20, 2021. It's just, it's a necessity, but it's like, Oh man, uh, it's what post that I saw summed it up very well. You know, you go from your small screen to like your zoom screen to looking at a big screen oh, if you have a TV and it's just screens on screens on screens. So yeah, it's horrible. My wife and I just like made it a point to disconnect to like go outside, go hiking, see the sun, actually get a 10 for, for once. <laughs> she pointed out that I'm actually really, really pale for the first yeah. time in a while. I'm like, uh, you know, you're not 
thong. But you, <laughs> you got that. You got that Edward know. Edward Cullen look going on, man. Oh, like you're, you're bringing it back, dude. Sparkling, but like I need to see my doctor for it instead yeah, of being an attractive definitely. thing. But yeah, it was it was just it's a good week to just de stress in that sense. But it's also sure. great to come back to technology after a break. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm hundred percent on board with that. Um God, and I feel like such like I feel like such an asshole for like complaining about my eyes like hurting after staring at screens. But dude, like maybe it's just us getting older. Maybe, maybe it's (laughs) us getting older, you know, like, and, and just feeling like those aches and pains and like, but dude, I just, I can't do online learning. Like I cannot be looking at a screen for that long. Like I miss the classroom. I think we both do. I think Um, so for sure. And it's not like getting old thing. Like I have students that tell me all the time, like, sir, like I just got to take a break. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's a thing. You are not made to just sit in front of a screen. I mean, yeah, life's a simulation. But like, aside from that, like a simulation <laughs> in a simulation, that's way too deep. That's too exactly. many levels. Isn't that the plot of uh, what's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Um, Titanic? Uh, no. <laughs> yes. Isn't that the plot of Titanic? There was a boat inside <laughs> yeah. of the boat or something like yeah. that. Iceberg inside of an iceberg. I was- hate you, man. Like <laughs> we do this like by, you know what listeners, we, we do podcast episodes bi-weekly because I Correct. just, I hate Vicente after every episode <laughs> and I just, I need a break. That's what I need. There's a job posting after every episode. Like there we is need a new host. <laughs> that's going to be the ongoing. That's the second ongoing joke. Cause I'm constantly looking mm-hmm. for a new co-host dude. One of these times I'm going to bring in someone. And you're going to join the Zoom session and they're just going to be there. You're going to be like, who the fuck is this? I'm going to be like, oh, this is this is uh, Joaquin. He's here to replace you. And hey, how's it, it going? And it's it's, it's going like, to be. Oh, <laughs> please don't do a voice for Joaquin. Like, <laughs> what? No, no, no. We got to get that. the listeners immersed. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I miss Joaquin already. As far as um, our break uh, it's been it's been calm. It's it's been very chill. Um, we, you know, of course, we've been playing it safe as you have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, going to parks. That's been our our number one thing is taking our son to the park and just watching his reaction, you know, to seeing different people and seeing vehicles and seeing, you know, trees and grass and dogs like he loves dogs. Thank God. Yeah. He loves that's, dogs. That's so good. Yeah. It y'all is. have a dog, too. Right. So like he just gets to. It's the whole sensory deal once it he goes is. outside. It is, it is, it is. And just watching his brain just like try to wrap itself around what's happening. So we've we've really just been just bonding, you know, to say the least. Um, it's been it's been incredible. I've we've had a lot of fun. We're very sad that the week is coming to an end, but also oh, spring yeah. break is the signal to us teachers that the, the end of the year is in sight. Mm-hmm. You know, fast we're, we're, approaching. We're approaching the end. The end is nigh. And uh, I need the school year to, uh, I don't want it to end. Like, I kind of don't want it to end because I feel like it hasn't actually happened. It, it feels like a, a fever dream, if yeah, anything. Like, for sure. I mean, yeah, we, we got some, like at our campuses, it's, it's a bit of both. It's called hybrid. So we get to see some students in person, but then the class still remains online. Yeah. But even in spite of that, it just doesn't feel like the real representation of a class. It's Not just at all. so far from it. And I was actually going to like talk about your son and something that was like, yeah, that sounds ominous. I, it's not ominous at all. <laughs> like it, 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 it totally is. I, I picked up on that vibe, but uh, you sure <laughs> no, ask no, no. me something about my kid. 
no, no, no. Okay, like it was more of an observation because like I've been seeing this conversation happen on Twitter a lot as well about like how do teens and kids now like because they've been inside i mean of course yes because technology you know old yeah. man yells at cloud but also just because of covid in particular like mm -hmm. kids not having that functional development by going outside like it's just been a thing where they get sensory overload yeah like if they go outside and like they actually go to stores and stuff lights people talking like it's just yeah. it's overwhelming so i don't know just to say like i'm wondering about the long-term effects of this Hopefully it's not anything too crazy. Humans are resilient, but like, yeah, but you, you take a human who doesn't know the way the world works, AKA mm -hmm. a baby. Yeah. And you deprive them of spending a lot of time with family. Uh, you deprive them of going outside in a normal, you know, a normal environment. Our son mm -hmm. is used to seeing us in masks. Which, yeah. which blows my mind. Like the first time we put on a mask, you know, uh, in front of him, he was really young. I want to say like maybe the first time we took him to the park was like mm -hmm. six months. We had taken him outside. Like he had been yeah. outside before then. So I don't want anyone to be like, oh my God, you waited six whole months. No, He's we had taken him outside and like little walks and things like that. But the first time we actually did a few miles, you know, with him in the stroller, uh, we, we masked up. Mm -hmm. He looked at us, he kind of gave us this look of, you know, are you my parents? We spoke mm -hmm. to him a lot, you know, uh, we, we spoke with him, you know, through our eyes as much as we could. Uh, yeah. He he recognized us, he didn't cry, but it's it's something he's accustomed to now. When Which we put him wild. in the stroller, we're masked up and 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 he's used to that. That's That was one of our biggest concerns because we had our son before the world went to shit. Yeah, uh, like literally right before. <laughs> yeah, right before. Like three, four weeks before everything went downhill. Uh, I took my paternity leave. The week I get back is the week before our spring break. And then, you know, you and I, we didn't return after spring break. There was, was no, yeah. like, you know, official school the way we were accustomed to after mm -hmm. spring break. So that's been that's obviously been a huge concern for us is how is he going to react now he's been around um my my wife's family quite a bit my family mm -hmm. doesn't live near us so yeah you know they, they haven't been able to see uh him at all he we thought for a while he had an issue with men particular particularly my wife's dad and my wife's cousin do they not have beards is my first they question. they don't and you know what i never thought about that See, you savvy like maybe, motherfucker maybe wow. he just doesn't know that men are not supposed to have beard by the way listener chris has a beard and like okay he's having an epiphany i am dude because i <laughs> never thought about that like i never thought that he assumes that every male has a beard. Yeah. He assumes that every female has, I guess, long hair, a yeah. higher voice. And so he sees this creature without a beard, lower voice, very loud, very like uh, dominating. And he mm -hmm. freaks out. That makes that makes complete sense. Yeah, like, what, what is you this? amaze me, man. I'm going to miss you when Joaquin <laughs> takes over next time. I'm going to. I'm gonna miss no, 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 show me his resume. Show me what he has to offer to the pod. He doesn't uh, got these insights that'll change your life 
listeners, you gotta back me up. We need Joaquin to start a petition <laughs> to, to not allow Joaquin into the podcast. Amazing. <laughs> One of the things um, that some people have reached out to me about in regards to episodes one, two, and three is hmm. um, the the conversations about music. Now I know episode okay. one. We kind of like tiptoed around music and sneaker culture a little bit. We're definitely going to have that follow-up conversation with Oscar. Episode two, we had live music, which yes. I mean, I still got to say, episode two was having live music. Pretty cool. Pretty uh, great. It was awesome. Like just to hear it. Again, it was like we had heard him play before, but just yeah. to hear it live, different experience entirely. Definitely. And then episode three, we ended with, you know, me asking you, you know, if you could have a conversation with any musician living, uh, you know, alive or dead, who would it be? You said <laughs> Frank Ocean. I said Mac Miller. And then a few people hit me up on my own personal Instagram being like, hey, can you guys talk about music? So have you found yourself listening to anything new over the past couple of weeks? Is there a record that's a record you've revisited is there a record or a song you would recommend to the listener oh man okay I'm the gonna average go listener like, please average please. listener okay so right off the bat tldr right uh good days by scissor is just on heavy rotation i know it came out i know it's just it's been a thing but it's such a good song it is so so good ever since she released the uh the song where it was like kind of demoed on yeah i forget what it was see i can't even remember the other one when it was on i uh, hit different there you go by ty doll sign uh, like when he was featured on it right and good days was yeah. like at the tail end of that and then it was just on repeat for me like for weeks and then it finally got released and i'm trying not to play it too much to where it's like you still know, fresh like it's still yeah. a little fresh when it hits yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's still fresh but like it, it i just need to like every time i play it, i have to play it twice before i get into it like, like before i get into other stuff yeah but like for me that's what i've been listening to and i've been just kind of like hopping genres honestly okay okay i've been yeah. switching between like Brockhampton, say for example like the, yes. i think uh it was like that that stuff that they released on youtube like to to like sideswipe the record labels and stuff like they didn't really promo it whatever so my experience with Brockhampton I fell in love with Saturation 3 no 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 no. Saturation 1 and 3 okay I went to go see them on a whim with a co-worker of mine and mm-hmm. then I kind of like, I stopped listening to them after they signed to a record label. It wasn't like, oh, they sold out. I'm not going to listen yeah. to them. But I felt like the the phase of my life where they were incredibly relevant and I needed to listen to them had, I had, it was kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of phased out from it. So I have no idea what you're talking about. So they released music on YouTube as kind of like a, like a, like a jab to their record label. Like, let us release our shit from what I know. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I haven't gotten too deep into it because not that I don't care, but I just don't, Yeah, (laughs) I don't don't know. Like, like understandable. It's cool, but I just don't know it. I don't get it. So, but point being is that like, they released a bunch of songs 
on YouTube and it's there. It's like a full project, uh, although it's like maybe not as edited, not as produced, but it's there. Okay. And there's a bunch of like fan edits about like how they think the album should sound. And I've, I've just been listening to that kind of off and on. And so okay. that's been pretty great. I'm just going to list a couple, by the way. Yeah, just do, 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 I've do. Been, go, go, go. I've been vibing with. Yeah. Uh, Childish Gambino, I actually do like his album 3, 15, 20. It's grown on me. People thought it was trash. Some of it is, not going to lie, but understandable. Thundercat, I've been listening to um, because he won something. It was a uh, Emmy, I think. Emmy's music. Emmy. Like Grammy's. Emmy, like, Emmy is uh, television. Uh, no, he won film a, I'm and, it and theater. Yeah. Okay. So he won a Grammy for. You know who would never make this mistake? Joaquin. Continue. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you hear Red that silence? Did you hear 10. that silence? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, we're adding the to the list. Red, adding to the list. Red flag number 10. When you're fucking significant other keeps calling you out on on the podcast they don't let things go there we go that's number 10 on the list in case because if i let it go you're just gonna try to get away with it again um (laughs) okay 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 okay. continue i'm just gonna list off a couple things okay thundercat is incredible um i've actually gotten back into red hot chili peppers like i forgot that i liked them a lot uh the album blood sugar sex magic like it's incredible and then it came up with just a quickness creed like it's a ter- uh, <laughs> it is a terrible band but you you have to admit like there is a certain belligerent part of your soul that, that is just yeah. fueled by spite and stale beer that just wants to bellow these out <laughs> like okay, i 100 percent agree with you because when you hear the opening notes of with arms wide open there's this white trash part of me that comes alive suddenly i'm sitting in the back of a pickup truck sitting next to people who have mullets i say people Mm -hmm. male and female people who has you know they all have mullets and i'm just i'm taken to this place and for a minute i'm home Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly it, where I need to be. And then I just say, where the arms wide open. Dude, I used to do a killer. Uh, what's his name? Scott something, right? That's his name. Yeah, sure. Creed. Didn't that. he pass out on stage during a show? I I don't know the inner workings of it, Scott's life, but I can only presume the man is like need incredible to have a Creed deep dive, like a like a butt rock deep dive <laughs> just, that, that's a very specific genre though but it's so yes. good because we all like okay i'm calling you out listener i know you know the lyrics to uh, if not creed yeah, no. it is like three doors down it is shine stained down. Stained. Is stained stained yeah 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 like it, it is all these bands that were like 90s like you know cringe rock but yeah. we're so good <laughs> looking so back, good we didn't so know good. what we had I'm just letting you know, like you're a part of this. You, you were in the, the cultural zeitgeist at the time, and you get it. You feel it internally, yeah. and that's just like what's in my rotation. Also, one last one: the, the Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars collab. Oh my Silk god! Sonic. You took my number one. He's done it. He's done it. Would Joaquin do that? No, he would not. Joaquin probably has already listened to Silk Sonic's entire album. That's the thing. Oh, he's got the plug. He's, he he probably does. And you know what? I'm going to start my list where you go, go, go. Please do. Please do. Dude, that Silk Sonic 
oh my god so anderson anderson pack can do no wrong yeah in my book like incredible oxnard i wasn't a huge fan of i still appreciated it i still really Mm -hmm. liked it but then when he surprise dropped uh ventura Mm -hmm. oh my god um what is that song called come down is it called no 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 no. come down is off of malibu it's uh with andre 3000 it's the first song on ventura come home Yes. And Andre 3000's verse. I can't remember the last time I heard Andre 3000 on a music Mm -hmm. track. You see him in movies off and on, but man, like that was the, that was the collab that I needed. Uh, Also Malibu was my record of the year for like two years in a row. Like what you did with SZA, I did with that entire record, specifically the Mm -hmm. song parking lot. I know that there's like, a lot of like digital instrumentation. There's like some, you know, organic instruments, like some real drums and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my God, his voice and just the production on that is insane. Um, Please check it out. If you haven't listened to it, Malibu by Anderson Pock is incredible. Listen so to the much entire album front to back. It's it is perfection. My thing is that I'm not a huge Bruno Mars fan, though. I think mm-hmm. he has an incredible voice, but he's just he's not my cup of tea. And that's the way I am with artists that I don't particularly like is I appreciate their craft because I know that you know they put in thousands of hours of hard work into the craft it would be really shitty of me to just be like hey this band sucks because I don't like or this artist sucks because I don't like one particular song or album or if I don't like anything from them Bruno Mars with Anderson Peck really made me appreciate Bruno Mars as an artist Yes. So yes. I'm kind of wanting to do like a, a Bruno Mars dive, but also I know I'm going to hit that 24 karat gold album or song or whatever <laughs> it is. And your boy yeah. cannot stand that because it's so over. It was so over played uh mm-hmm. but hopefully we get a full silk sonic album because yes. that would just be incredible they've been hinting at it i'm hoping that it's a it, thing because did you it see their interaction on twitter where they were okay so they performed at the grammys which yeah. is another topic we need to get into yeah 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 but uh they were when when the nominations came out mm-hmm uh they were not nominated now of course their song came out what two months before the grammys yeah or a month before the grammys it came out march yeah so there they have like this kind of like feud it's super friendly though but Mm -hmm. bruno mars called anderson pack a big toothed motherfucker and i like i lost (laughs) my shit like i lost it he's like it's your fault we weren't nominated and Mm -hmm. i just i lost my shit I didn't so need to good. hear him say it. It's just funny that it's there because Anderson Pack has the best teeth in the game. Look up yeah. Anderson Pack and his teeth are magnificent. Really good. So really, really good. Silk Sonic, I'm listening to a lot of them. Um, I'm still listening to a lot of Mac Miller. I listen to a lot yes. of Max because I'm also listening to Mac DeMarco. Um, mm-hmm. I go through phases where I get like really heavy into Mac DeMarco. I have like this, um, I have this hipster side of me that lives somewhere up in Austin, or maybe that's, maybe that's too mainstream now. Maybe I live like North of Austin, somewhere in the hill country, maybe like Wimberley, which I know is not North Austin, but somewhere near Wimberley, there's a part of me that just, you know, is out there listening Mm -hmm. to Mac DeMarco and all the, you know, the hipster (laughs) shit. Uh, But yeah, I, I, I gravitate um, 
towards whatever I feel in the moment because I'm looking at my my recently played in Spotify. I have Action Bronson. Ooh, nice. um, Larry June is a West Coast rapper that I absolutely love. His oh. name's Larry June. He's fantastic. Um, Future. I love Future. Future is the artist where if I'm doing anything at all that you know, requires my focus, but I know I can't focus on lyrics. Future's mm-hmm. playing in the background, man. That Slaps. is some ignorant shit. Uh, <laughs> so good. So good. Um, I, uh, Bad Bunny. I really like Bad Bunny. I don't speak Spanish. I understand very little, uh, but I love Bad Bunny. I will you get the vibe. You you get what he's, he's going Dude. for. Oh my God. That song with uh, Rosalia. Slaps like it's such (laughs) a perfect song. Also, an album I listened to in its entirety today because the wife and I were driving around a lot. Mm -hmm. Justice from my boy Justice Beaver, aka Justin Bieber. Now, here's the thing, and and I, I want this to be put out into the 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 realm. Of podcasts. Okay. okay. I, I need, I'm about to make a confession right now, and I need Go everyone to listen up. I enjoy listening to Justin Bieber. He is my guilty pleasure. Yes. I enjoy not everything. I'm uh-huh. going to say like 2000, let me get a year for you, 2015, that purpose album, the one with mm-hmm. all like the dubstep stuff up until. Yeah. This most recent album, Justice, it's not that bad. Although there is this Martin Luther King interlude where you're kind of like, this isn't really your territory to kind of hit because all the songs are about his wife. Um, It's a yeah, it's a love record. Dude, you need to hear it because the production is awesome. It's got Chance the Rapper. It's got Khalid. It's got Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. Yeah, it's got. um I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this because I've seen his name everywhere, but I haven't heard anything. Is it uh-huh. G- Giveon? Gideon? G- no, it's with a V, man. Giveon. Oh, whoops. Give- <laughs> I don't I've know. seen his name uh, uh-huh. just about everywhere, and then uh, yeah, that looks like that's it as far as the <laughs> features go. But the album itself is pretty good. Now it's not breathtaking. It's not the best, but it's good. I'm going to hit you with a, like, I think that that's not that much of a hot take, to be honest. Like, I know a lot of people that are, like, are super into JB, whether it be, you know, hitting it up with Baby, because everyone knows that song. Or just, like, you know, all the other songs that he did have. Yummy wasn't it. Nah. It was a step in the wrong direction, for sure. But this one, like, I've just barely gotten into, like, some of the songs, especially Daniel Caesar, because I love Daniel Caesar, For that's sure. another one, by the way. Um, Freudian, Jesus Christ, that album is is insane. Love it. If you yeah, have a check chance, it check it out. Yeah, Freudian, Daniel Caesar. Um, but like, it's just just really good. There was this like, uh, I guess he did like a tiny desk situation where okay. he played some of the songs. Uh, like, and it's been just blowing up on Twitter because it's really really good. It's actually yeah. the the song that he does with Daniel Caesar I, or. I think it's called Peaches. Oh, 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 I don't know why. For a second, I thought you were talking about Daniel Caesar. You're oh, talking sorry, about sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, Justin um, Bieber's. JB, yeah, your boy. Dude, no, I watched that. Like, I watched it within yeah. an hour of it premiering on YouTube. And that shit was awesome. And the thing is, is that he's actually singing. And you're like, this guy is 
actually somewhat talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, singing and playing at the same time. Like it just and it's a good vibe. He slows it down to where it's different from the production of the actual album. And it's yeah. just, it's a really nice fit for what he's going for. It for sounds sure. really, really smooth. I, I hope that this kind of I, I hope that this album works out for him. I think I hate to say it. I, I think him entering that social justice territory is gonna kinda because it's 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 literally in the middle of the album. Yeah. And it's 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 a clip of you know Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speaking, but mm-hmm. it's just it's so out of place. There's okay. no context for it. The follow-up song is not a song about you know any kind of social justice. Mm-hmm. I get what he's trying to do, he's trying to heal with his music and things like that, but that is not his turf and yeah. that is that is a that is uh music territory that you if you are going to enter into that arena yeah. you have to tread lightly because yes. you you want to be taken seriously so you need to take baby steps towards that be seen at a protest be seen you know um make some kind of statement you know just clearly clearly you know stating your opinions yeah. um you don't yeah you don't want to you don't just want to throw that into the middle of the record exactly uh my wife and i were actually talking about this a little earlier the fact that you know he's been going along this route of being i guess more socially open and then wanting to speak his truth and all that and the the fact that there's a fine line between appropriation and like uplifting different voices that may not have the same platform and so, like, it's really great that he's he's using these, like, beats and then these influences from different countries and then having artists to feature on it to, you know, further uplift that path. But, like, yeah, like what you're saying, I haven't listened to the, the excerpts at all or, like, the interludes, but it just sounds like it could be misconstrued. Like, it may just seem yeah. like it's just kind of like a sticker you slap on and be like, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the right side of history as opposed to you having a serious conversation exactly. with individuals involved. So, I mean, hopefully he continues on the right path with yeah. that. And in 2021, you just, you're, you're either in it or you're, you know, you're not helping the cause. Like, you just yeah. stay out of it. You're either in it or you're on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, some honorable mentions for me because you had a list of like 30 and Joaquin would have like at least, <laughs> like at least cut his down to like 10. I'm, I'm um, going to interrupt you just one super, super, super quick. Uh, Choker, Honey Bloom is the album. It's called Juno. It is like a song I'm obsessed with. Okay, just continue. You're good, no. you're good, you're good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Please check out that song. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, who knows what Vicente will will do. Uh, Benny the Butcher um, is is a rapper that I really, really enjoy as of late. He just released a song or a song, an album today called The Plugs I Met Too. Uh, once again, just great. He he is uh, not your like trap rapper, not the flexing. I got so much money. Da, da, da. He's more storytelling, mm-hmm. which I, I really enjoy. Uh, and I think my second and my last honorable mention, because I do want to, you know, move on to, to the heart of this music talk. Um, yeah. The OCs is a band that I got introduced to at a music festival back in 2016. Um, they're called the OCs, T H double E O H S E E S. They're called the OCs. They have in their discography 
probably like 20 albums, 20 like full length albums. It's insane to look at how much music they've made over the past. Let's see. Let me check real quick to see when their first release came out. Uh, their first release came out in, according to Spotify, right? So it's not including mm. demos and stuff, 2013. So that's eight years ago. Yeah. They have probably over 20 full-length albums uh, on Spotify alone. So on Apple Music, it's crazy. They're, uh, I guess, classified as like garage rock. Okay. Uh, which is a super fun genre. It's very experimental. They're very psychedelic. They go through these phases. Um, it's very trippy. Probably, you know, want to be in a different state of mind to, you know, if you want to <laughs> comprehend what's going on. But it's right, just, right. it's fun music, man. It's it, it reminds me a lot of like early punk stuff. Okay. And it's just, it's it's really, really cool. They have two drummers as well, like, two live drummers oh, which is sick. phenomenal to watch because these guys have to be in sync with one another if they are yeah. not it's game over so that's, that's, my, that's my that's my second honorable mention but the reason why i wanted to talk about music in the first place mm -hmm. is um is drake right because drake dropped scary hours two which is three songs i know that you have not listen to it correct not at all correct and, and that's okay because i'm not trying to you know do a deep dive of this you know ep or anything like that i just want to talk about drake in general okay now these three songs uh are are really good i don't think i i've listened to it I made it a point because I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. I made it mm -hmm. a point to listen to the EP front to back. It's only three songs, like 20 minutes, 15 Wait, are minutes. we talking about Drake from Drake and Josh? Or are we talking about like Drake from Canada? Joaquin, Drake. Joaquin, get over here. <laughs> no, get I just here. need some You're clarification. In. You're in. Sub in. I just need High some five. clarification. I can't be the only one. Listeners, back me up. <laughs> yeah, okay. You are the only one. Um, God damn. So it's 12 minutes. Uh, three uh -huh. songs. One oh. of them is a freestyle, which I don't understand why you put that on an album because calling a song a freestyle on an album doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's merit to it. Like you're you're going in with a certain, like say for example, uh, Backseat Freestyle by Kendrick Lamar, yes. right? Like that is a certain vibe. Like that was storytelling. Like that was a certain ideology that he was in that he wanted the listener to get the same vibe of. I'm I'm going to redact that. Drake calling okay. a song Lemon Pepper Freestyle. That sounds tasty though. That doesn't sounds crispy. make sense. It's a granted, it's a good track. But uh -huh. Drake, who is known to have ghost writers who are not so <laughs> ghostly anymore, calling yeah. a song whatever freestyle is mm -hmm. not, it's not going to sit well with me. This EP, because I saw some people posting about it on the Twitter, one of them being guest from episode number one, Oscar Castillo. Mm -hmm. he, he made a comment. I'm going to bring it up because I feel very or i felt very similarly to him he said 
I listen to Scary Hours too, and I just I cannot get into Drake. And that really? shows that shows that showed me something. It resonated within me. There are people that are trying to get into his music, but they just they can't. I don't know what it is, but I cannot listen to a full length Drake album front to back and be like, mm-hmm. damn. Man, that was really good. I'm so glad I listened to that. There are certain songs I can listen to that are really good. All of his yes. production is insane. Mm-hmm. I think he's an incredible performer, but I do not at this time feel like, here we go, hot take. I do not feel like Drake at this moment in time can go down as one of the greatest rappers of all time interesting i would have to agree with your hot take because in terms of sales in terms of like you know records and like things coming out and just popularity around the globe god's plan giving money to kids and whatnot like he's he's a household name everyone knows him but like you were saying like just listening sitting down to an album front front to back uh, like it's more so about the singles as time has gone on and like I didn't even know this came out. I'm gonna be real with you. I, I haven't listened to it whatsoever. I'm going to. What's it called again? Just you know, for me and listener. It's called Scary Hours Two. It's gotcha. three songs. It's supposed to be, I guess, uh, an appetizer to Certified Lover Boy, which is his full length, which was right. supposed to come out February. He got injured. He spent some time recovering from his injury. So it's it's not quite done, but he's he's dropped little songs. He did the two songs, or is it three songs with DJ Khaled? One of them being yeah. Pop Star, which is a fucking great song. Like I love that song. Uh, yeah, which yeah, yeah. kind of ironic because the music video has Justin Bieber in it, but we're not gonna dive into that. <laughs> I just I, I everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. When people compare Drake to jay-z mm-hmm. not happening not mm-mm, mm-mm. it would it's like it's a a verbal takedown like it's jay-z hands fucking down yeah not that i'm like this crazy big jay-z fan but i can appreciate rappers uh no matter you know what age they are it's just drake is drake is not up there now is he one of the greatest performers of all time yes 100 yes but as far as rappers go, I cannot put him in my top five. I, I cannot see him being in any kind of accredited publications top yeah. five. But I know he would probably be top two. For for rappers? I think so. I don't see people saying that Drake is not a rapper. To, to, okay, let, let me argue it on the other end. I feel like he's more of a pop artist than a rapper to be quite frank again just the shift towards the pop the shift towards singles right uh like and i'm just looking at his youtube page just as like an example of just you know what do i remember from him and yeah things are coming back different songs from different albums and then like videos having 1.2 billion views i think it's just generationally he's tapped into the type of listener that again is going for a single, not going to listen to an album front to back, you know, that's just the difference in time and how the art has propelled itself in this moment. In other words, like people go to listen to artists, they get the single, they're like, okay, I got it. And then they move on to something else. It's very quick, snappy. 
you know, but in terms of like performer as well, he is a decent performer, but I, I like, I still remember vividly when he, uh, performed at, what was it? Tyler, the creators, um, camp Flogna. Yes. Yeah. Okay. When he performed there uh, and do you remember? Yeah. That like, remind to be me fair, that was like a really unfair situation to trick but like there was he didn't finish the performance right he walked yes. off stage okay correct yeah yeah Keep yeah because yeah. he was supposed like okay um the billing for that event what was it called again i keep forgetting. camp flogna there you go camp flogna yeah. I, I always wanted to go like it's just incredible lineup just Be super fantastic. influential to my like middle school and like high school listening yeah. experience but there was a headliner that was mysterious no one knew who it was and so every single jackass myself included was hoping that it was frank ocean like they just wanted it to be real right and so come time for performance steps out into the crowd is drake and yeah. people were like okay definitely not what we were expecting definitely. and so like it was one unfortunate right but two like he in terms of performer i guess like etiquette he's he's definitely up there but there i guess it just depends on the crowd i think that's a different argument to be made but i, I don't think i see every single thing that he's done I, I i remember seeing the aftermath of that situation yeah. because Tyler was trying to not excuse himself, but explain yeah. why he chose Drake. And it was for him. It wasn't for anyone else. So all these people who assumed, Oh, it's going to be Frank ocean. It's going to be Frank ocean. That's on, that's on them. Yeah. Tyler hangs out with Frank ocean all the time. I imagine, or as much as they can, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they came up together with odd future. I just, okay, you mentioned Drake being a pop star, which is true. There's a pop side to Drake, but I do not think that he will be remembered as being a pop star. I think people are going to categorize him as a rapper because if you listen to an album front to back, maybe with the exception of a few rappers, or sorry, a few albums, mm -hmm. with the exception of a few albums, he is predominantly rapping. He'll sing his own hooks. Right. He'll throw in a, a singing line every now and then. But a majority of his albums are what I would consider rap albums. I think a majority of people would look at what a time to be alive with future. That was mm -hmm. Drake in oh. full form rapping. Really, really good. Yeah. And I think because of his, the longevity that he has so far and because every fucking song he puts out goes to number one. I yeah. think I don't agree with it. I'm just going based off of, you know, an outsider's perspective. I think he is going down as one of the quote unquote best rappers of all time. Okay, I would be fair. okay that's with fair. putting him in the top 30. Yeah, he's, he's in there for sure. He's and influential. He would, exactly. Yeah. He would not be number 30. But, you know, I, I just I don't think you could put him in the top five. And I'm starting to hear this argument now of, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, Drake is the best rapper of all time. No, he's uh, not. No, he's not. No, he's, that's like me saying, OK, and I mean this out of the out of, you know, <laughs> hot I'm takes just, coming I'm out filled with right. hot takes today, man. <laughs> that is like me saying that Mac Miller is the greatest rapper of all time. Truthfully, he's not. I love mm -hmm. him. I truly believe that he is my he is my favorite rapper, I think, of all time. At this moment right now, March 19th, 
2021, March 20th, 2021 at 12 a.m. Oh, damn, we just hit it. Welcome. We did. We did. (laughs) We're doing a 24-hour podcast-a-thon, y'all. Starting now. Mac Miller's my favorite rapper, but that does not mean that he is the best. Because he's not. There are better rappers there than him, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But... Regardless, the whole Drake, I'm I'm excited to see what happens uh with Drake. And um, you know, I'm I, I will listen to certified lover boy. I can't promise you I'm gonna love it, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll listen to it. If it ever comes out, we'll listen to it. From one certified lover boy to another. Like I think that I probably will be in the same boat, right? Listening to it and just trying to see what what kind of pops out. Cause there, there's always songs that I vibe with. It just depends on the album. And it might be a thing that I return to sooner or later, you know, like, again, I didn't even know this came out. So, like, (laughs) I'll have to check it out. I'll have to see. I'm so sorry. I tried to listen to what you said, but that fucking transition that you did. (laughs) I'm just. No, no, no. That that was gold. I'm stuck on it. Like, my brain just detached and just like, I just I latched on to that one transition you made. And the entire time you're talking, I'm hearing you. Yeah. Um, Eyes glazing. But over. I'm just disgusted. <sighs> Hashtag justice for Joaquin. Go ahead and start trending it now. Jesus. <laughs> really no. Good can we talk about, piece. can we talk about, you know, an interesting message that you sent me? Because yes, we're co-hosts. Yeah. We're also friends as well. Although Debatable. the, Mother, <laughs> you literally <laughs> took what I was gonna say. I came up from under you. Would Hakeem do that? He doesn't got the wits for this. <laughs> oh my god! All right, please make. I I need someone to to make a tally. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Vicente, Joaquin. You know, every time Vicente says something, I guess you could consider humorous. Give him a point. Ooh, ouch! Okay. Anytime Vicente shoots himself in the foot. From one certified lover boy to another. Was um, it not good? That's a was point. it not good? Okay. I, I, I you hate know that what? I kind of liked it though. It <laughs> was the... good. It was good. Okay. Look, you're you're pushing me to like go on to Fiverr and hire someone to, to be a co-host. And so I'll like I'll invite you to the meeting. And then Please. all of a sudden, Joaquin, certified voice actor who I'm overpaying <laughs> admittedly a pretty big amount, is gonna be on the call with us. And then he's gonna give the takes. Oh my god. We're gonna see how it goes. No, 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 no. Let's talk about a message that you sent me earlier this week. Was it only, it must've been like Monday or Tuesday. You were interested in obtaining a pair of Air Jordan 1s. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, correct. I need you to put me in the headspace that you were in when you sent me that message And I don't want to listen. This is what I don't want to do. Mm. I do not want to repeat episode one because that's a fantastic episode. Yeah. Obviously, you know, as as one of the co-hosts, as as co-hosts together, you and I, you're going to hear about the things that we are into, the things that we like. Yes. Sneakers is going to probably end up being a topic every now and again. I promise you, just like I promised my wife, I won't be talking about it all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not for the sake of like redundancy, but we're exactly. going to reiterate how it changes because it's an ever evolving platform and it's ridiculous. 
And that's kind of like what what synced me in is that it's like Please. a living, yeah. breathing thing, mm -hmm. like a lot of interests and hobbies, right? But just this in particular, like you were telling me, the, the fact that the Jordan ones regained popularity after being not necessarily neglected, but just kind of slept on a bit in yeah. the shoe game. I don't even know how to like reference these things. Uh, don't worry. Just... Hey, hey, Pookie, I am here <laughs> for you. Now, shoe game. Sure. We will accept that. Mm -hmm. Sneaker culture has consulted with one another and you can call it the shoe game. Okay. Also, you 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 make a really, really good point. Um, the Jordan one itself, right? 1985, the Jordan one comes out. There's all of these stories about the Jordan one being in like basically like bargain bins at sneaker stores Jeez. where you could pick up a pair of Jordan one Chicago's like we mentioned before we started started recording for yeah. like. 50 60 bucks like sometimes even cheaper than that like at first they did not sell a ton right mm -hmm. but you look at michael jordan himself and you see the influence that he had of course his signature shoe was going to end up selling the jordan one became it's an icon itself just yeah. as much as michael jordan is an icon his sneaker is an icon like because if, of space jam and only that nothing else um <laughs> if you if if you were to look at sneaker culture the jordan one would be at the center regardless of whether people have a favorite jordan uh you know in it not being the first one mm -hmm. it's it's at the center of sneaker culture and don't I'll worry take, i'll take to our no, it's it's the truth though like it has really? to be like that is the shoe it, it and it's not everyone's first shoe that they mm -hmm. see or you know but that is the shoe at the center of sneaker culture you know if sneaker culture is this you know um galaxy like yeah. that is what is at its center that is what's causing it to rotate is the wow. Jordan one because the Jordan one, although being released in 1985, there mm -hmm. has not been a single year where they have not released a new colorway or they have not retroed a colorway. There are some colorways that have retroed multiple times, meaning they're reviving these old colorways. Okay. And now what they're doing, check this out. Now what they're doing is they're retroing the 1985 Jordan one, because there's a difference between the 1985 retro or the 1985, the original, and then the, the Jordan ones that like I own. Okay. I think I own one. I own He's flexing. one 85 retro, and it feels different. It's a different shoe, but that's not the point. Uh -huh. Right. The point of this conversation is you wanted a pair of Jordan ones because, correct. yes, they're hyped. Very you correct. you definitely missed your chance at getting a pair under retail, which last year retail was 160. No, Thank last you. year retail was 170. The year before it was 160. And it looks like every year from now on, they're going to be upping it $10. Hopefully they stop. You wanted a pair of Jordan 1s. We're going to find you a pair. But I want you to go into a little bit more detail because talk about it because you are not a sneakerhead. I don't no, like that yeah. term. I'm not a sneakerhead. I I love mm. shoes. I'm a sneaker collector, there but I don't consider go. myself a sneakerhead. There's I, I'll go into that definition if you want me to, but I want to hear. Yeah. I want the listeners to hear more about you. What what was it about this shoe? Was it just the hype that you know you're like, oh hey, like I would look pretty good in this, or like oh hey, for like, me in particular, yeah. like it was 
sorry to cut you off by the way uh you didn't <laughs> like, you are so excited about this and that is part of it is the infectious nature of getting into the shoe and then, then of course the stories behind it and I'm, I'm gonna let you know like i don't even have to break the bank i see like some boy like what, what is it a bootleg version on wish for just like 20 bucks i can stop get it right now stop <laughs> it i will i will pull joaquin into the zoom session so quick dude they look like exactly <laughs> the same they look exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> the, Dude. The, okay say the swoosh is backwards that's fine you could just <laughs> neglect nope. that nope. okay but but like really what, what got me yep. into it was not only us talking about it but then like i mean listener you've been there right like your parents talk about something and then like you start getting ads for that same thing like non-stop so if i mentioned nordic track and you're in your car. I'm so sorry. You're gonna get ads for that. For you're the horrible. You're horrible, man. You're welcome. Um, but yeah. So not, not only did I get start getting ads for like you know oh check out our shoe shop or whatever, but like just getting invested in the stories and then again the history behind the shoes like just seeing like how much people are invested and i don't think it's the shoes themselves i think it's like what they represent in terms of like the journey of, of people getting to them and especially like i have multiple friends that reached out after the episode that were like okay first yeah. of all how dare you record an episode about sneakers and not consult me and i was like oh shit like i had no idea not that i didn't have any idea it's just that like i'm finally like i guess noticing the fact that people have these and are so invested yeah. in them um and again it's just like the stories of how they got them and like what they wear with them or like you know how they even managed to cop a pair if it was a ridiculous sale for whatever reason you know it, it's more so the the community and, and the journey behind the shoe i know that sounds cliche but you it's, know whatever it, it's not and for someone like yourself who is kind of like tiptoeing around you know sneaker culture yeah. This this is what this is what got me into it. Your exact explanation of the shoe being a work of art, the shoe being this this uh, this artistic representation of someone's story. Yeah, it's amazing to see some of these stories, and it, you see sneakers. You know, start. Um, wait, let me rephrase that you see the collaborations that happen with some of these sneakers and some of these designers just go completely off the wall. It, it's incredible to see. Now, I don't understand every single shoe. I'm not that informed. Oscar Castillo himself is not the most informed person, but he knows yeah. enough to pass on the knowledge to someone else. And he knows a shit ton. Point yeah. being, it's 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 a work of art. It really truly is. I know that people say like, oh, they're just shoes, but your shoes are are like a representation of who you are. Like, yeah, I I feel like they are. You're like we're on our feet a majority of the day. Most of us are. Yeah. I feel like that shows who you are. I have no problem with Vans. I love Vans. I always have. I always will. Do I own a pair right now? No, but <laughs> I love vans and i will never stop loving vans that doesn't mean just because you don't buy like you know the the jordan one or whatever hype sneaker it doesn't mean yeah. that you're less but vans tells a different story mm -hmm. and, equally, and also your, your tanks right and your crocs like that 
tells the story for dude sure. i hate that i'm in the middle of a tangent right now and you just like <laughs> i'm building up momentum i'm building am up i wrong steam. i'm not wrong okay look i'm just saying it, it that is like a casual look i just muted you right now because i was in the middle of it vans tells an equally important story unmute yourself this is the benefits of doing this on Zoom. Um, I like, did you just spell his name with an X? I like that. It's different. It's unique. It's daring. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Joaquin, man, get your ass into the Zoom session, buddy. Let we need you. Clarify. Sorry. Oh, actually, let me let you continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were on a roll. Uh, that was it, dude. I lost all <laughs> momentum and all all speed because you had to bring up Crocs. Crocs are not that bad. They're uh, not bad. They're not terrible. They're really would, not. If I you disagree. If you compare them to the bootleg Jordans that you looked at, now, now, okay, now from a certified designer, okay, I get bootlegs. We don't need to dive into this topic. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to mention, though, we mentioned in the first episode, there's kind of been a follow-up is this Warren Lotus designer the designer mm -hmm. warren lotus i act like he's like this strange person he's actually a, a pretty well-known designer in the los angeles area in the okay. los angeles area he got himself into some hot water with nike we mentioned that in episode yes. one he was sued by nike the lawsuit i'm guessing has just disappeared because he probably just stopped really he huh. is uh continuing with a shoe that looks very similar to the shoe that he was bootlegging it's called the reaper we'll make sure that we include an image of it uh, on our instagram on our facebook you know all the social medias he's calling it gotcha, gotcha. the world's most hated shoe it's called the reaper he put it in a random liquor store in los angeles for people to come and see He's getting people to skate in it. He did. Uh, he actually today he found a skater, a professional skater who did what I guess a trick called a Christ air. It's where like, yeah. you yes. are you looking at it right now? No, no, no. Well, like Christ but, air, like obviously Tony Hawk's pro skater, like shout yeah, out, like you definitely do the trick to continue the combo. Okay, continue. <laughs> so he had someone do a Christ air in that sneaker and he's having someone walk from Los Angeles to San Diego in the sneaker. They have That's to walk. Insanity. It is, but you look at it and ladies and gentlemen, this is the power of sneakers because you had so many people wanting to do it, obviously for different reasons, right? But mm -hmm. this is going to go down in history Right now, it doesn't have a crazy amount of spotlight, but it is going right. to go down into in, in the history books as being someone really trying to enter the sneaker game and them not being a huge company like Nike or Adidas or New yeah. Balance and, and things like that. Because in a sense, they almost like have a monopoly over all of this, right? Like, uh, of course, like just in the way that they do have that brand representation. And so yeah. for someone to come in and then wanting to enter it, you know, it, it's sort of setting a standard for what could be in the future, right? Like maybe not yeah. that his is making a big splash at the moment, but it could pave the way for other artists to venture into the same space without fearing, you know, a cease and desist in the next, yeah. like, I don't know, a couple hours when they start you know posting it or mentioning it on twitter or anything like that so yeah for sure definitely well point being 
to circle around because I could go on and on and on, and I don't want to bore our <laughs> listeners. <clears throat> I mean, I, I encourage you, listener, if you are interested in anything that we're saying, check out um, check out fashion icons like Joe Fresh Goods from Chicago. He's doing incredible things. He's got a New Balance project that just is absolutely insane. I don't want to buy into the hype, but Travis Scott is kind of reviving the sneaker scene right now with oh, you know man. particular shoes, the the SB, the Nike skateboarding shoe. He's he's literally pumped life back into that. Now every single Nike SB sneaker that releases is selling out in minutes. It's insane. I keep seeing his name attached to shoes and it's like upwards of like thousands of dollars for releases it's and collabs. Ungodly the amount of money that he is making. And of course, everyone's favorite person to hate, Kanye West. He is now worth <laughs> what 5.56 billion dollars and he accredits yeah, it all to Yeezy. Call him whatever you want. But the man obviously knows what he's doing because you can't yeah. you can't call everyone who owns a pair of Yeezys a dumbass. You can't. You can't like he knows what he's doing with sneakers. Yeah. Like he's crazy, yes, but the dude knows what he's doing. He's just got a talent for making these weird ass pieces of art that people want to wear on their feet. Is the price yeah. range acceptable for the product? No. But also, you're starting to see his prices lower because I think he's acknowledging that, hey, I could be even bigger than what I am if mm -hmm. I lower the price a little bit. Whack. We oh, can oh. completely stop talking about sneakers if you would like. Okay. I'm going to get those Wish sneakers. I'm going to rock them the next meeting. I don't know how I'm going to show them off. It's a Zoom call. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see how it goes. Um, For sure. But point being, like, I am interested i don't know if i'm gonna dive in just yet because like the prices are kind of scaring me off but like you know it does seem interesting and then possibly down the road i'll own a pair you know and hopefully it won't lead down to a dark road of you know well, honey i gotta sell the toaster because I, I want this pair it's looking pretty nice here's here's the thing is you can't just buy one though once you buy one i advise you to just not get into it at all in fact you have two feet right why would you just buy one that that would that doesn't make sense i said one pair i was insinuating one pair <laughs> you did not say one pair. i need i had to clarify for I, the listener <laughs> i'm not going to say it because now you expect me to say it so i'm just going to keep talking okay. um i actually i was going to wait until episode four to to say this but i guess i'll say it now because i take it that this will end up actually you know making it to our yeah. our uh spotify apple music and blah 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 um i am actually going to take a much needed break from purchasing sneakers after march 26th really? i need to rest i got big boy things i need to purchase <laughs> and save up money for um and obviously my priorities need to uh need to kind of shift so my wife is smiling yeah. right now as she's listening to this uh in her car on the drive to work uh yes emoji. yes honey i'm taking i'm taking a much needed step back because mm -hmm. it it is it's a dangerous dangerous rabbit hole to fall into slippery slope 
it it is man it yeah. truly truly is because you think like oh, i don't need those i don't need those and mm-hmm. then they end up on your shelf they end up arriving at your door in a package and you're like yes 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 yes, yes. Yeah. um i just i, I want to chase yeah yeah i want to take a break also um the sneaker that comes out march 26th is the dqm bacon air max 90 the dave's quality meat bacon um the story behind the shoe is incredible we'll go into that episode four i'll save it we'll, we're gonna slash the sneaker topic no, no, yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm, we'll, I'm, we'll also post about it because it does look like if you look at it it makes sense for the name bacon like you'll see you'll see i'm i'm gonna go into my plan for acquiring the bacon which you are a part of your wife is a part of i got a whole team um and then of i would course, liken we'll, it to a heist movie like he's got it down pat you dude, know like cue the heist music in the background is like okay you got <laughs> i am going a doing this. to oceans 11 the shit out of this sneaker uh and then i'm gonna be done i'm gonna be done with it yeah so. until the next like limited edition crocs come out for sure then you'll you'll have to get those i'm ignoring you <laughs> okay I'm, well I'm look okay there there is one thing i did want to talk about yeah. because when we were unplugging like uh just from technology my wife and i one thing that we recalled and we were thinking back on from previous years like was just the idea of concerts and shows and oh, it's dude. such a dangerous nostalgia to go under but just thinking back to different shows and things that we've been to in the past like yeah. just re- reliving those memories because for me like the the reason it came up was that uh, on my iphone it comes up with like different memories it's like oh you took this selfie at this concert yeah <laughs> and it's like oh, i remember concerts that was crazy <laughs> breathing on other people that was whack yeah. but um yeah i just wanted to talk to you about that like if there's any concert in particular that you have in like a pristine memory in mind or anything oh. like that i can go first if you want me to you um up. you you go first okay let me let me clarify before we dive into it mm-hmm. uh are these concerts that i've performed at or are these shows that i've been Ooh. to or is it both virtuoso here uh it's completely up to you i think it's a, like one in the same kind of experience in the way that you are with the crowd you know what i mean so but again i haven't performed on stage aside from like six flags one time i say oh, karaoke dude i need to hear about this no 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 yes <laughs> yes it what? needs it needs to be told the story needs to be told let's episode four let's just okay. save your karaoke karaoke story okay story your karaoke story for episode number karaoke story uh, please please uh tell me uh tell me about the concert okay um the one that comes to mind in particular i is like like the one that kind of i guess the first one I, it was way back when i think it was 2013 maybe okay. it was south by southwest and it wasn't necessarily just a singular concert because south by southwest if you're not familiar is this like yeah it's, it's a clusterfuck is what it is ridiculous event in austin like back when it was in its prime like it was just like free shows happening here there, there like fucking everywhere and there was always something to do or someone performing somewhere and the thing that made it fascinating that year for us was that we were a underage and b broke <laughs> so perfect just, combination we, man it was so good because we went there like there's something about just being hungry and wanting stuff that makes you want to go <laughs> and see things much more than just you originally would but point being my friends and i we went to so many free shows 
and got denied from so many venues because we were under underage. It was insanity. Are you incriminating yourself right now? No, 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 no. Not not like, oh, hey, let me drink some alcohol or Reno. It was just like, I want to see this person perform. And they were like, no, you don't have facial hair. So so that was like the transaction, unfortunately. But it was... It was a really weird situation because we saw at Waterloo they were going to have a performance from a bunch of different people. We're like, oh, it's free. Let's go. Um, We went. Sun was blistering, like uh, immediate tanning slash burning from me and my friends. But the the person that we went to go see at the time, because he was hype at the time, I get it. I know. Macklemore, right? We we went to go see Macklemore. That's super valid, man. That's super valid. Listen. You're not out here saying that he's the best rapper alive. Yeah. 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 But that's super valid. I would see Macklemore if I had the opportunity to. I would see Macklemore. It was insane. And what made it more wild is when we get there, he's about to start. His speakers just crap out on him completely. Ooh. So he does a set of three songs completely a cappella, like just chanting and singing with the crowd, which was a vibe in itself. Like we were all singing and just jumping yeah. around. And it was insane. You're all like, uh, no, 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 no. Only got $20 in my pocket. Yeah, like a whole crowd like mumbling every other word other than the oh, chorus. fantastic. Fantastic. It was great. And then uh, I didn't know at the time, but I think we saw Tegan and Sarah as well. Like we just saw their opening acts like because we were walking by. Yeah. And then that was when we actually got into introduced to 21 Pilots before they got into like their mainstream albums. Not to be oh hipster. Oh my God. But like it was. Ladies insane. and gentlemen, you are hearing for the first time Vicente Lopez was into 21 Pilots. <laughs> were they were cool. <laughs> Okay, to to be completely fair, like we had no idea who 21 Pilots were. We were just there to just be there. We were just chodes that just managed to get into a free show, yeah. right? But the concert was incredible. We actually got ridiculed by people because um they asked us cuz we were like we were we were, you know, after the show cuz they they put on an insane set. Um, I'm actually forgetting the album, but it uh, doesn't matter. Point being, it was really, really good, the performance mm-hmm. itself. And we were like, oh, my God, 20 pounds, so good, so good. Uh, two people turned around and they're like, oh, you know about them? We're like, oh, this is like the first time we heard about them. And they like rolled eyes and like shunned yeah. us for the rest of the show. But it's just like, I cannot stress how much I miss concerts. Yeah, like man. just that feeling of being in a crowd, being a part of this like, everyone understanding something whether it's a mosh whether you're singing something whether you're crying next to someone you don't know like it is just an incredible feeling that i cannot wait to get back to you safely it is it is it's it's um it's that human connection at like a dare i say spiritual level right a concert where everyone is feeling this universal togetherness Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's, it sounds really messy when I say it, but it's, it's super, super true. No, it's, um, it's something in your lizard brain that you just, you vibe with every single other person in the exactly, crowd. Exactly. Exactly. There, there are very few instances, very few situations where that kind of togetherness actually happens. I, I think in a, like in a positive way. Yeah. Right. Uh, the only other things that I can think about as far as like feeling, you know, togetherness or like, unfortunately, like really sad things. Um, yeah. So a couple comments about your story. One, 21 pilot, 21 pilots fans are uh, are savages, dude. They're like they're crazy <laughs> because they're from Columbus, Ohio. I lived in Columbus, Ohio before they became a thing. Ooh, but I would go oh, back who's and the I would, original hipster. Christopher. I would go back. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I would go back and I would visit 
some of my friends and um, a few of them were really into 21 pilots. They're like, yeah, I went to, I don't know the name of the venue. I went to this venue. I saw them playing. There were only like five people there, dude, they're going to be the next big thing, man. You got to check them out. You got to check them out. You got to check them out. And then a few years later, I revisited Columbus, Ohio. And that's when that's right before 21 pilots just went absolute ape shit. They had a show at uh, a large venue in Columbus and the name is just completely abandoning me. They sold out this venue and at the very end, very last song, uh, Tyler, the lead singer is like, we just signed to whatever record label they're on. I think they're on Mm -hmm. Fueled by Ramen now or they're Warner Brothers. They're on Warner Brothers. Um, And, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, when uh, my friends were showing me the footage of the show, I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I've still never listened to them. One of my friends turned around and was like, you don't like 21 Pilots? And I'm like, nah, dude. Like, it's just, it's not my thing. I yeah. ended up, years later, I ended up going through uh, that album, Vessels, like their first yes. commercial album. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was, it's good. Like, one. it's good. Um, Blurry Face is the second one, the second mm-hmm. commercial album. It's a right. good album. And then they things started getting a little weird. And I was like, eh, I yeah. feel like it's not my cup of tea. I'm going to repeat something I said right. at the beginning of the episode. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. It's just yeah. not for me. So awesome. Also, very ironic that you mentioned Tegan and Sarah in your story. And Tegan uh-huh. and Sarah are in my story as well. We did not plan this, <laughs> listeners. We did not plan this. Let me take you back to February 27th, 2007. I was, I had to have been 13 at the time. Um, was I about to turn 14 or was I 12 about to turn 13? I don't remember. I did was, you have a beard? I, I, I had stubble at that point okay. in my life. Um so if you're going to be interrupting me, I don't need to tell you this story. I just need clarifying questions. I'm just trying to picture. You're going like to be interrupting me. I can tell the story to Joaquin because he's I never heard it either. Without a beard. Okay. Go, continue, continue. So as I was saying, um, I went to school. It was a regular day. I was really into the band. I still am. I still consider them to be my favorite band of all time. Angels and Airwaves. Angels and Airwaves being the offspring of Boxcar Racer which originated from Blink-182, say what you will. I think that whole like, oh, Tom left Blink-182 is like, I think that conversation is dead now. Tom created Angels and Airwaves. Angels and Airwaves was the, um, was my precipice for music. Angels and Airwaves was my everything. I just, I went apeshit for Angels and Airwaves. They were the first... uh, listening to them was the first time I listened to music and I actually got goosebumps. Yeah. And they were there. Yes. Like, their music was there for me, you know, during really happy times, during really low times. And I just, I loved it. Like I, I embodied, you know, their movement and their message and everything. They weren't like a cult, like 30 seconds to Mars, but they were pretty <laughs> close to it. Yeah. So it's a regular school day. Um, I'm at my middle school. 
my best friend, which now she's got to listen to this episode, my best friend mm-hmm. at the time, uh, still one of my best friends. Oh, shit. I need to edit that, but I'm not going to edit that. Um, you're still <laughs> one of my best friends. Hot take, um, hot take. Amanda Collins, no relation there, although our moms share the fir- same first name, spelled the mm. same way. It's kind of creepy. Um, mm. Her mom let her skip school to go see Angels and Airwaves in concert. Now, my parents were allowed me to do things, but they did not want me to go to a concert on a school night. Understandably so. I'm in middle school. It's yeah. a school night. That would just be irresponsible. Um, but no, no shot at, you know, Mrs. Collins, Amanda's mom, because she's awesome. <laughs> so Amanda calls me when I get out of school and she's like, hey, so I'm in downtown Columbus, obviously with friends. I, I'm I'm in downtown Columbus right now. Uh, we're outside of the venue. There's like members of bands like walking around. Do you remember the band, The Color Fred? No, Did I you... don't think I was cool enough to know them. Hold on. Ready? Three, two, one. Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Uh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So they lost their original vocalist who went into a band and started a band called Stray Light Run. Uh-huh. In comes a guy named Fred. Fred. Durst. No. No. You need okay. to stop. I, no, I'm just you trying just to figure out who to see. <laughs> In comes a guy named Fred's Correct. last name starts with the letter M. Mm-hmm. In comes Fred. He ends up leaving the band and starts a band called The Color Fred. They were okay. Anyway. She's like talking to this guy and like seeing members of Angels and Airwaves walking around. And she's got stories about like Tom DeLonge and and everything like that. Anyway, point being, she runs into the drummer of Angels and Airwaves at the time, Adam Willard, who is my favorite drummer of all time. He played with Rocket from the Crypt. I believe he even played with the Foo Fighters for a little bit. He now plays with Against Me. Uh, Just an incredible, incredible drummer. She runs into him. She's on the phone with me. And she's like, hey, 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 um, my friend Chris can't make it. I know she's not talking to me at this point. My friend Chris yeah. can't make it. Do you mind talking to him? And no. she hands him the phone. I'm panicked, dude, because I know <laughs> I know he's about to say hello. He might even yeah. say my name. Dude, Angels and Airwaves was my everything. He uh, he grabs the phone. He's like, hey, is this Chris? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, like middle school me. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, mm-hmm. last time I checked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, dude, why are you not here, uh, you know, with Amanda and your other friends, dude? Like, what's what's going on? Did you get in trouble or something? Obviously, he sees Amanda's age and, yeah. you know, him being, I guess at that time, maybe even late 30s, like mid 30s, probably like mid 30s. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's uh, he's very what's what's the word I'm looking for? Friendly. He's just very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. He's a very friendly guy. Um, I'm like, oh, no, no, it's just it's a school night. And da, 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 da. I end up stuttering so much in that sentence that he asks, are you high? And I was like, oh, no, 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 sir. No, no, no. I remember calling him, sir. I was like, no, sir. No, no, no. I'm not high. I'm not high. He's like, well, listen, man, why don't you tell me why you can't come down? Like, what's the real reason? If you're a good kid, you're getting good grades, like what's going on? And I was like, oh, well, you know, my my parents say it's going to be too loud. And he's like, too loud, dude, I'm the drummer of this band. I have the loudest job in here. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave two tickets at will call at the front of the venue for you and whoever can come and bring you. And I'll leave you a pair of earplugs 
so that that way, whoever brings you, you know, cannot say that it's too loud. He's like, I wear my own earplugs. You'll be wearing yours and you can come and enjoy the show with Amanda. Oh, my God. So at this point, I am in tears. I was bawling, <laughs> just fucking bawling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I call my mom and my dad. They thought that someone had, like, broken into the house or something with how frantically <laughs> I was calling them. And, and yeah. uh, you know, I didn't have a cell phone at this time either. So this was all in a house phone. So I'm calling, yeah. calling, calling. Finally, my dad answers and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, oh my God, Adam Willard, Angels and Airwaves, a concert tonight, free tickets. <laughs> my mom gets home and is like, listen, we're going to go to Columbus. We're going to go to downtown Columbus. Don't get your hopes up. We'll go check it out. She convinces yeah. my dad to, you know, to let him. Um, Hell yeah. To, to, to let it, to allow me to, to, to go down there. So very appreciative of my mom for this moment. So we get down there. There's no line because the show has already started. There was a band called the Ace Enders. Do you remember them? They were a band that like almost took off. So the opening acts were the Ace Enders, Tegan and Sarah, and the Color Fred. No, that's backwards order. Ace Enders, Color Fred, Tegan and Sarah, then Angels and Airwaves. So we get to the front to will call which i kind of already spoiled the story already i look there's a sheet of paper there it says chris collins dash two and my mom is like uh hey you know talking to the the uh the woman in charge of of will call like hey you know my son talked to adam willard from angels and airwaves supposedly there are tickets and the woman goes oh yeah chris collins can i just see some id like just to see if your last name is collins and she's like "Uh, yeah sure shows him the id um my mom my the next words out of my mom's mouth that motherfucker as we're walking into the (laughs) venue dude i'm ecstatic now i didn't get the earplugs i don't give a shit yeah 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 of course i not. still have the hoodie from that show it's it's one of my most prized possessions um i absolutely love it i did not get to stay for the entire show but yeah. i got to see them perform my favorite song of theirs at the time uh it was incredible man like so most people good. do not believe just how lucky i got with that story but dude mm-hmm. It was is fantastic. I've never seen Angels and Airwaves since then. I had the opportunity to go see Adam Willard in downtown McAllen when uh, his band Against Me came down and played for a festival a few spring breaks ago. Oh, man. Uh, but I, I I had to I had to pick up a shift because I had to get money. But I've always <laughs> wanted to talk to him to just like thank him for what yeah, he did. That incredible um, experience. Dude, yeah. So I absolutely I miss shows too, man. I miss shows. I miss playing shows. Playing local shows in front of like five or six people is is incredible. Um <laughs> it my, sounds so sick. My bands were never like crazy good or anything. Like there were moments mm-hmm. where like, you know, we played like good shows, but dude, I, I miss playing shows. Sometimes I'll go back and I'll watch videos from like the VFW and, and things like that. Yeah. And um it's 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 just watching those videos. It's like jumping into a time machine. Like I become, you know, I remember how nervous high school me was and how like I wanted music to be like absolutely everything. And music still is everything. It's just yeah. it's a it different, different form. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. But. <sighs> oh, man. Amazing. And I like just to reiterate, can't wait till we get back to that point where it is okay again to be in in just proximity to other people without fearing for your life 
and just to embrace that again is something yeah. I, I cannot express how much I'm looking forward to. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm just, <clears throat> and this is, this is a perfect segue to episode four. I wonder Ooh. what shows um, are going to, are going to be like though. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have we, have we been stuck in this cycle for so long that we've forgotten what that unity feels like, or are we going hmm. to, is it just going to evolve into this totally new thing? I think pro probably the latter, right? Humans are resilient. We, we get used to shit, whether it's this pandemic or, or other things, you know, but I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it does evolve. It does change, but for the better, you know, just to make it more inclusive, uh, and then it'll hit its rock, you know, bumpy roads. You know, it'm be weird. <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do some like safe iterations, quote unquote, of just people being in bubbles and shit, and that's gonna be like a mosh bit of people in bubbles. But like, you know, like people will will hit our stride eventually with it. Yeah. and then it'll pick up back, if not in the same way, in a way that's more appropriate to the time. I agree. I agree, I agree. Um. I wonder what hardcore shows are going to be like, though, because you can't you can't mosh in a bubble. That's that's not that's not a thing. You can have like plexiglass wrap around your entire being. And then that's just that's the mosh, right? There's a bunch of like plexiglass dudes Dude, ramming into no. each other. No, 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 no. Hey, uh, let me ask you a quick question before we uh, we begin to sign off. Have you enjoyed yeah. your last episode with the local lingual podcast? I absolutely have. Okay. Awesome. And you know, Perfect. there is a fantastic way that you can actually let us know, listener, in case you are curious and interested. If you go to Apple Podcasts and you listen to us on there, right, with your lovely, lovely ears, you can rate us on a scale from one through five stars. No. Time, Hopefully, out. Time, time out. Time out. Time, time out. Time out. On a scale from five to five. Because if you're going to leave anything less than five, it's not worth leaving. Fives only, five across the board. Please. Help us help us get on the map somehow, some way. Uh, also, word of mouth, by the way, like dude, that's the main way podcasts spread, right? Is you just telling your friends, hey, we listened to two guys just talking about sneakers, talking about music, talking. And then episode four, my God, I cannot express how excited we are for it. We are going to get it to you and it's going to be ridiculous. So it's, it's a game changer. One one thing I do want to just lightly, lightly touch on, it's not a tangent or anything like that, is the word of mouth that you mentioned. This yep. is totally um, an organic process. I'm going. Yeah, we, listen, I've been in bands before and promoting a band is one thing. Promoting a podcast I'm learning is a totally different monster because a lot of people are kind of pigeonholing us into the podcaster realm. Oh, they started a podcast because they have microphones and laptops and they think that they can, you know, do something. Here's right. the thing though. We, uh, the product that we have is not music. The product that we have to our listener is your culture that surrounds you and also cultures of other people outside of the valley that may or may not be relevant to you 
insights into other people's being, right? Like what is the things that they are into? And that's what our platform, what we would strive for it to be, right? Is uplifting these voices and giving them a platform to speak and reach out to you in, in the sense that you may not have seen otherwise, right? Like say, for example, me with speak sneakers, right? I had no intention of ever, ever getting into it because I knew the rabbit hole it was, but now I see it for the artistic vision that it is and celebrate it because of that. And so that is... Again, we're asking you to spread it in that sense. Just tell people, get them to listen to it. They may not like every single topic, but that's not yeah. the point. It is to get ears out there, get stories out there. In summary, we're we're here. We're here to stay. We're not going yep. anywhere. Um, I know it's that I've, in, I, I've invested a lot of money in this. So Vicente owes me a lot of money if we stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep going, uh, and 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 our goal is to really shine that spotlight on people who are trying to just influence culture, create culture, cultivate it. Running out of words that start with C. Culture, <laughs> culture. So that being said, rate us on Apple Podcasts, but only a five fives mm -hmm. all, all the way and tell us why by the way give, give a little bit of a comment or whatever right and then of course listen to spotify listen to google podcasts not on soundcloud anymore we've ghosted them we're not on speaking terms yeah, anymore we're just, just we're not returning texts mm -mm, no <laughs> <laughs> left them on red but just to reiterate we are eternally gracious for your listening uh to the you know first few episodes we are loving the feedback we are going to want to have a little bit more engagement with you all and Absolutely. we'll let you know of course in in our insta posts and facebook posts check us out there if you haven't already uh, but it's looking like that's us for episode 3.5 look at you like ending on a just a non-facetious note i'm proud of you what are you talking about dude i'm rocking my crocs i've been wearing them this entire time and like you mentioned somebody <laughs> stop them somebody stop them like you mentioned episode 3.5 this is kind of cool i, I kind of like this things like did not it. go as as planned mm -hmm. first time around but here we of are course technical difficulties but you know interludes are meant to be that shining light almost like a, a freestyle if you will end us end us with like some motivational words motivational words yeah okay, yeah, yeah let's yeah. see first thing that comes to mind got? go it, some people don't think it'd be like it is but it do i love it episode 3.5 we out of here <laughs>